This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. In 2016, the presidency of one of the most economically powerful nations in the world was occupied by the populist far-right head of a prominent family. The president, who'd been criticized by some in their own party for reducing the platform to little more than that of a personality cult, engaged in numerous transparently corrupt schemes, and in 2017, was met with months of protests by outraged citizens, and was subsequently impeached by the legislature. That president was Park Gunhae of the Republic of Korea, better known as South Korea. And unlike in the U.S., President Park, who first took office in 2013, was actually removed from the presidency in 2017 and subsequently faced criminal charges as citizens and lawmakers refused to normalize her behavior via complacency. The sequence was in character for the still young democracy, officially established in 1948 following a U.S. post-war occupation, and which has a history of protest movements leading to transformative changes in its government. In 1987, the student and union-led protests of the so-called June Struggle eventually toppled the South Korean government, ushering in a new republic. And one year later, as the Summer Olympic Games shone a spotlight on its capital and largest city, Seoul, in 1988, entrepreneur Hur Young-in opened the first of what would be many bakery outlets, naming the concept after a European city that was the birthplace of its own revolution. The eatery revolutionized South Korean cuisine in its own way, popularizing bread for the first time among locals, and pioneering a style of baking that fused French techniques with Korean flavors. Today, this pastry and coffee shop has over 3,000 restaurants in South Korea, and dozens more across Asia, North America, and as of 2014, the French capital that gave it its name. The deposed President Park is now serving a 25-year prison sentence, a fate unthinkable for a former head of government in the United States, where corrupt proto-fascist Donald Trump will likely evade prosecution, as did war criminal George W. Bush and alleged serial sex offender Bill Clinton. And given South Korea's sustained popular protest movements, its judicial system that actually holds elites accountable, and of course, its effective containment of the COVID-19 outbreak, Americans can now look to the Korean peninsula with envy to see how a democracy should function, and perhaps how pastries should be prepared. This week on Doughboys, Paris Baguette. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Mr. Butterworth, the Spoonman Mike Mitchell. Mr. Butterworth. The counterpart to Mrs. Butterworth. Yeah. That was sent in by Greg Z. Greg writes, cheers to whoever maintains the fandom wiki. I was able to make sure this simple roast hadn't been used before. Roastspoonman at gmail.com if you have an insult you like me use on Mitch at the top of the show. Simple roast. Making me hungry. <laughs> I'd kill for a simple roast right now. <laughs> None of those fancy deconstructed roasts everyone's doing these days. <laughs> Just 
give me a straightforward roast that anyone can understand. I'm talking meat and flame. That's all I need. <laughs> you trying to season this thing? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of the kitchen with your seasonings. Let's kick this guy's ass. I'm spilling my seasonings. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a sear first to give it some texture. Get the fuck out of here. We want flame and meat and maybe some sort of stick. Simple roast, Flintstone style. Nothing fancy. Wags, were you a Wilma or a Betty fan? Oh, you mean like in terms of who was I horny horny for? Who are you horny for? Um, I don't, I don't really, I didn't necessarily. Or who did who did you think was more of a stud? Do you think were you a Fred or a Barney guy? I Barney's kind of Fr- dopey, right? Yeah, Barney's kind of dopey. Fred's more the alpha. See, here's the thing. I think that I think that I think that Barney, when it came down to it, I mean, like it's hard to judge which one is a hunk. They 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 they're way out of their leagues for their their significant others are are, are way out of their leagues. But well, yeah, it's like who's the hunkier honeymooner? It's like, well, they're they're not neither of them are they're both supposed to be like, you know, they're both like weird comedic guys, you know, they're neither of them are neither of them are hunky, unlike us. <laughs> um so, so I think the uh, yeah, I I don't know, but I mean of the two of the of Wilmy, Wilma and Betty, I guess I was probably I would probably lean Betty, mm. which is maybe the more conventional choice, but I that, that's what I remember from childhood. I'm surprised you didn't say Wilma because you had a name for her, Wilmy, it sounded like. Oh. <laughs> it's my pet name for a cartoon character. I'm going Ralph Cramden is the the hunkier honeymooner. Um, yeah, I think Cramden probably. If you had to pick one. What a good name, Cramden. Fantastic name. Um Barney is kind of dopey, but I feel like Barney would like kick some ass i feel like he's like strong is this weird to think of i know he could be i mean because his uh his son is bam bam right yeah so he has this, yeah he has the strong offspring bam bam seems unnaturally powerful so i think that barney would probably also be powerful hmm. that's my guess and maybe you know he'd have to fly into it to a rage or something but you wouldn't want to catch him you know hey just like that show day. with with Doughboys, it's a living. <laughs> Mitch, I had a spider scare. Wow. It, what happened? It's, it's it's related to this the this week's restaurant, but Oh wait, speaking of speaking of which. Yes. Bonjour to Spoon Nation. <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, 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 you, no, you go, you go, you go. I'll, okay. I'll, I can get into the drop in a second. I was, uh, so Natalie warned me there was a spider who built a web on Jesus. our, uh, uh, on our driver's side mirror. Okay, she told so me you, this yesterday. You, you, so you had, you, you have a spider scare, but you had ample warning. Yeah, no, well, here's the thing. This was yesterday and I was like, there's no way that spider is still going to be there. I get in the car, I close the door behind me, the spider like crawls into view, like, and he's just hanging on the driver's side mirror for the entire drive. It's like a 20 minute drive to get to this restaurant, uh, to get to this chain. I pick up the food, I go home, he's hanging on the whole time. He's hanging on for dear life. This, so is, just, this is just his spot. Your spider scare is that the spider was outside of the car as you drove? 
Yeah, he wouldn't go away. I mean, this is pathetic. <laughs> well, I didn't know what to do. You ever have a big ass bug in your car while you're driving? That is where it's scary. Like a spot. Yeah, I've, that's. I've had a spider come down on its web in like from the windshield into like my area where I was driving. That is terrifying. That's scary. Jesus. Yeah. No, I would. I would lose my mind. That's a spider scare. What you told is a story of a heroic spider that held on for his life and made it. He made the entire trip. The spider is cool. Yeah, he does have more ambition and guts than I ever had. Did he uh did he bite you at all and do you feel like you have any powers? Yeah, I can I, I have a spidey sense now. Wow. You can tell when you're about to jack off. <laughs> Play your drop. All right. Bonjour to Spoon Nation. Here's little Drop. Did you like how I said bonjour? It fits in today's episode, Wags. Yeah. Yeah, you did it twice. I liked it. <laughs> this is Mumbo number five. Hey, Nick, the Quincy boys were in town. I know. A little bit of Dano. In my life. A little bit of Scoop. By my side. A little bit of Micus. All I need. A little bit of wow. Jankton. What I see. Let's see. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm missing one. You, you, you're, you almost got them all. Fuck. Is there? Is there's a fifth? Yeah. It wasn't Wu Tang. There's a sixth too. Fuck. There's a fifth and a sixth. Um, it's a Red Mondi. It's Was no, Mondi? no. Buxton. Frailbot. In the sun, a bit of Frailbot, of course. Long, a bit of and Wookie was here. Mitch. It's crazy that Wookie isn't your nickname. <laughs> There we go, Wise. Lou Vega. Lovely. Lou Vega. Hey, Mitch, you're going to love this drop, which features all the boys from Quincy. I want to give a shout out to my crew, Maddie, Billy, Ellie, Durkey, Jovi, and Caitlin. Wow. Follow me on Twitter at Jumbo Dropkick. Wow. Thank you for your service. A crew of their own. They sound like a good crew. Thank you for your service, Joe. Joe, good job. Wow. Good Good job, Joe. I just need to point out that Mitch has 99,420 emails. Yeah, let's not call attention to that. It's going to give me anxiety. (laughs) And you know what? They're all from today. (laughs) Sure they are. I got 99,000 emails today? Oh, good grief. Here's my question about Mambo number five. When's Mambo number six going to come out? Been waiting 20 years for that thing. I was really trying to like figure out some sort of thing for some like some sort of Flintstone thing that was like your like jack off mop that would say, hey, it's a living. But I couldn't really mm. I couldn't I couldn't connect the pieces. A jack off mop is good enough. That's that's, that's good enough. Jack off mop. <laughs> Mitch, we should introduce our guest. Oh, An she's left. From- she left. Wait, really? No, no, I was joking because I was saying that the show was so bad. <laughs> An actor from Community, a writer for Thundercats, Roar, and Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs, and her book, Restart Me Up, the unauthorized, unaccurate oral history. Leslie Zena is here. Hi, Leslie. Hi. How Thanks you doing? for being here. <laughs> Thank yes. you for you being doing? here, Leslie. I'm, I'm super psyched. Uh, Leslie, well, I, well, I... Lower those expectations immediately. Yeah, um, put them in the okay. basement. All right. 
Um, uh, so I wanted to ask, I want to start things off because you and Mitch are both, you both have cats. Yes. And I was curious what it's like uh, living with a cat right now. And if you want to tell us a little bit about your feline uh, friend. Well, I am quarantining alone, so my cats are my companions. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's it's only a little bit sad, though, because, um, you know, I like it. Um, I have two cats. Uh, I have uh, Mr. Peepers, who is currently in studio. Um, Great name. Wow. Yes. Uh, he's curled up in a little ball in uh, what I, I – I got a cat bed just for in here, so he would just leave me alone while I'm working. Um, and he's – today is the first day he's actually uh, stayed in it. Um, wow. Yeah. And then I have another cat. Uh, I have a cat named uh, Minnie Pearl. Um, and Great. she is awesome. Um, yeah, I've, uh, Peepers is 17 and a half, so he's an old man, and uh, Minnie Pearl is three, uh, and she is a big old tabby, and she's fun. Wow. But yeah, no, I feel like I spend more time petting my cats than I probably spend doing any other activity. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. As someone who is living alone, single during the uh, pandemic, um, let's just say... Wally's lips are a little chapped. I've been kissing them, Wags. <laughs> yeah, my problem is like I feel like um, it's the one thing that's hard is that they nap a lot, which makes me want to nap a lot. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. And I've also decided that any cry for attention is now completely valid, no matter what I'm doing, uh, which makes life really enjoyable. But uh, it's a lot of just <laughs> like you're just a big pile of animals on a surface after a certain point. Yeah, that. It, it, you know, it was kind of embarrassing. I was actually I was napping more than Wally and Irma at one point. Oh God! <laughs> so they, they joined you instead of the other way around. Yeah, they jostle me awake. They 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 nudge me with their paws to wake me up. Um, this yeah, isn't real. I think he's dead this time. <laughs> God, this would be a terrible time to like die single in quarantine. Yeah. Oh man. Well, yeah, because people would be it'd be people would be afraid to retrieve your corpse. I'm sure that's, that's happened. Would there be any left though, just because cats will eat you? Cats. Mm. So Wally and Irma won't eat me because they love me that much. But <laughs> I really don't. I also I think mean, you'd be a, you'd, you'd be a meal that would sustain them for some time. Here's my question to you: If a guy like me gets mummified, I'm a thick guy. Uh-huh. How long? How long until I'm like down to mummy size? You know what I mean? Great question. Uh, are are I, mummies smaller? I don't know. Maybe there are just fat. There are there fat mummies. I think. I think mummy. I don't know if there are any plump mummies, but I feel like mummies retain retain a lot of their tissue. It's mm. it's not like they're just you, you take off those bandages and it's just skeleton inside. Or maybe it is. I don't fucking know. But I thought that that was the whole thing. I thought it was kind of an, an embalming preservation process. Maybe I guess uh, after thousands of years, you, you're just you're still a skeleton. There's the yeah. soap lady, right? There's at the at the Mutter Museum in Philadelphia, this woman who basically turned into soap. She sort of self-mummified. Wow. wow. What? Yeah. What? Wait, I need to That's hear terrifying. more. Uh, let's see. Um, I read about this. Oh, uh, it's it, some book. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a, a woman who just like the, the way in which she died, like her fat deposits basically turned into soap and preserved her. Wow. Wow. That's like a an ironic death in a twilight zone for like someone who's like super hygienic. Yeah. Just like yeah. that's how they're punished. Or rewarded, actually. Or rewarded. If could I turn into some sort of spicy chicken sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> like for future generations? That's what when I was younger, 
they used to say like, you ate so much pizza, you're going to turn into a pizza. I've said this wags to you yes. before. And then it kind of sucked when I got acne because I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Now you're, I was, you're pe- people, people call you pizza face. Yeah, right. <laughs> it sucked. It was a bummer. But I, but that, that was that when I was younger, I was one. My Nana called me the Dorito kid. I ate so much Doritos. I love Doritos. She called me the Dorito kid. Great my name, Nana. Name. My Nana was she was she was great. She was funny. You should be rolling with the Dorito kid over the Spoon Man. You think I should take Dorito Kid over Spoon Man? I like Dorito Kid. It makes you sound like an outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is like trademark. That would probably be an issue. You'd probably be, have to be like Thomas Dolby. You have to pay a little settlement to keep using it. But I think mm. it's worth it. Dorito Kid, bring it back. My 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 Nana, Doris Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Doris Griffin, I believe. Uh, her. I don't have to go that far back, I guess. Hey, just, Doris Griffin here. <laughs> just moved to Quincy from Quahog. You think that's bad? Wait till you see my grandson. <laughs> I'm the Dorito kid. It's like, oh God, would it be like showdown at the Golden Corral? <laughs> I'd eat a chip and then get shot to death, which yes. would not be a bad way to go. Um, I'd, love to die. I'd love to go out eating chips. Dorito kid, and then and then I was a pizza. I was a pizza guy. Uh, I, I ate so much pizza as a little boy. I've been trying to figure out. There was a specific pizza I had as a child. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Pudgies or Piggies, a Piggies pizza. I can't Piggies pizza. Piggies pizza. Wow. I can't find it, but it was like one of those pizzas that they made like in bars, in like one of those like custom. Like toaster, like those pizza toaster ovens. Do you remember this? This is like a, I feel like an eighties sort yeah, of thing. I, it might also be more of an East Coast phenomenon because mm. I, I don't. I'm not as familiar with the, the the bar pizzas. Less of a thing, I feel like out here at least was this. This was this was. I think it was like square style, almost like a okay. like your Elios. But but that that was as as a kid. That was it, Wags. And also, so you were just you. You were you were you going to bars as a child, or what was happening? Yeah, I mean, like when I was with my. Parents, and you get a Got Shirley it. Temple or whatever. A Shirley Temple was also a great drink. You don't get Shirley Temples as much anymore. Love a Shirley Temple. I don't think Bring I've ever back. had one. You never had a Shirley Temple? No, I don't think so. Oh, man, they're good as hell. We were talking about this recently on an episode. On a, Wait, we did this on an episode? I thought this was off-air talk. Wait, we're, was, this off an, was this off-air? Maybe it was. Maybe we did talk about we Shirley Temples. We talked about Dirty Shirley's in the group chat. Oh, that's right. No, this wasn't Dirty Shirley's. This was on uh, an episode. Weiger is too, he, he has this quizzical look on his face, which is just bad. He's just going to be thinking about this for the next two hours. I believe we brought it up, but I, we'll, we'll find out. People will let us know. Yeah, they'll let us know. It's fine. We, can, we, talk, about the sa- we talk about the same shit all the time. We're boring. I think the only cocktailing I did as a child was, was virgin daiquiris. Mm, mm. Those, those are also great. Yeah, why you're still thinking about it? It's pissing me off. No, we had this discuss. I feel I, like God, but it might have been it. off mic. Stop thinking about it. Just uh, don't think like the Simpsons, like UCB. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Uh, uh, surely you talked about this before. If oh, we did it on God. an episode, <laughs> or uh. Hashtag, uh, surely you didn't, if it was off mic. 
were you trying to be like the like quote airplane? Oh man, I wish. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's a much better joke. This sucks. It's like one of the best crafted jokes ever. <laughs> um, another thing, another another ch- childhood fave, not favorite, but a thing that I would like to have sometimes is um, and it relates to this episode, a bon pon. Hmm. Hmm. There was one at the mall, and my mom would go there, and there was some. This is probably more like tween to teenage. This is a so this is a this is the the chain, not a specific dish. Yes, you don't. Know, do you know the chain? Yeah, no, I, I know it. I think of them as like an airport chain. Yeah, or uh, like a train station. Right. Hmm. There was there was one in the in the Braintree Mall. Um, what did you get from Alban Pan as a as a boy? <sighs> I feel like there was some sort of baguette sandwich, but I got a lemonade. I know that for sure. Okay. But there was some sort of like chicken. I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up with like cheddar cheese on it on the baguette. Pretty fancy pants treat, I feel like, for a for a boy. I always would think of like a soft pretzel or something like a or like a Cinnabon. Well, it was like lunch. It wasn't having like a treat of a lunch. Oh, gotcha. I got you. Yeah, I, th- I thought you were talking about like a mall treat. Leslie, what, what were your, some of your childhood favorites? Oh, geez. Um, we think. Uh, I mean, like restaurants or or like specific foods. Uh, I I think yeah, it, 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 either or. Okay. Anything anything um, that comes to mind. Well, I mean, it was the golden age of Shakey's. So oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and wow. it was like uh, when Centipede and everything, like the the classic eighties video games, were there. So yes, definitely Shakey's. Um, were you were you real quick? Were you, were you a Shakey's like? Did do you like that lunch buffet, or were you more of sort of a, a dine in and order stuff for the table? Uh, dine in and order stuff for the table. I, I actually I don't even remember the lunch buffet, but it was the kind of place that, you know I went with my parents. So yes. Uh, let's see. I remember Sizzler was a big treat. Hell yeah! Uh, mm. When I was actually when I was in high school, that's what we used to do on the last day of school. Uh, like four of us would pile into my friend Jeannie's car because she had one and could drive, and then we would go to Sizzler. <laughs> that's badass. Yeah. That's a that's a great that's a great last day. And it was just it, I mean it was also just a giant nerd fest because we would like sing Gilbert and Sullivan in the car, and uh, then uh, uh, my friend Amanda would write these things called the author awards uh, for various fantasy novels, and she would read them out loud to all of us uh, over over Sizzler. <laughs> Fuck man, I. What a group of friends. I envy that group of friends. It was a. Wags. It, it, <laughs> it sounds awesome. Wags. Wags. I could have slid right in there. Wags. What? Shut, shut up. You're making us feel depressed about you. <laughs> it was definitely one of those ones where I'm like, I know this is very, very, very nerdy. I'm not sure if everybody else does. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. I know it was actually, yeah, it was just like all four of us super, or four or five of us super nerdy girls just piled in a car and, you know, Doing nerdy shit. Wow, that's rad. Not as much Gilbert, Gilbert and Sullivan. Is that right? Did I get it right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't much of that in Frailbot's car. <laughs> <laughs> well, where did you guys go? We would, we did. I've talked about this before. We, we, we would, we would did Pizza Hut quite a bit. We would go to the Pizza Hut buffet. Oh, which yeah. sometimes so we'd leave school for sometimes, which is not. We like the parlor. Everyone likes a pizza parlor. It's gone by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, what, you know what, what I remember? Um, Swenson's. I used to go to Swenson's. Ooh. Yeah. Um, now describe Swenson's for people who aren't familiar I know with Swenson's. it. Oh yeah, it's a. It was an ice cream parlor. 
Um, Got it. Yeah, like, you know, like just a little bit of, yeah, it, uh, they, I, I know they did sandwiches and stuff, but I never went there for that. But, uh, yeah, no, just like a classic, like, marble-topped, you know, table, like lots of wood kind of, you know, place to get Sundays and stuff. Can I just quickly say that, Weiger? Yeah. You have been to Swenson's, you fool. When have I been to Swenson's? For a show. For the podcast. What are you talking about? Is, are you okay today? What is happening with you? When did we go to Swenson's? Didn't we go in Cleveland? Yes. We went to Swenson's? The galley boy? Hello? Are you out of your mind? That was it, Swenson's. Is there more uh, than Jesus one Swenson's? Christ. This was, wait. No, I'm wondering is this if a, these are two different things. I'm going to look it up. In Cleveland? Yes. We I went to like, Swenson's? Like Swenson's isn't around anymore. Like like the one, you know, old Swenson's. Like, I know, the one I remember. Wags, are you are have, are you are you the bologna sandwiches Swenson's? Hello, Swenson's. I don't remember there being sandwiches. <laughs> what the like hell that? is going on? This wait, because are you talking about? We went to Cleveland, went to a drive-in place. We ate in our car, right? Yes. that's the place you're talking about. Yes, that, and, and, and 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 specifically, it was called Swen. And it, my, sorry, there was a phone call on my computer. Specifically, it was called Swenson's Drive. Swenson's. I'm. Uh, I'm curious if this is maybe the same name but a different They're spelled differently. Brand. That's what it is. I went to in Ohio is Swenson's S O N, and the Swenson's ice cream parlor is S E N. Look so at that! They're the Mitch. same name but spelled differently. Hold on a second. We, we backed the, into the ending of an O Henry story. This is this is behi- but this is besides the point. You there don't are two re- Swensons. So we yeah, if you tried about- to meet somebody at a Swensons, you could have had one of those like I was at the wrong Swensons. <laughs> I met you at Swenson's. I was at Swenson's. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a vaudeville routine. First of all, hold on a second. No, this does this does not. You are not off the hook here because there's <laughs> ice cream at Swenson's. Because I thought Leslie was talking about the Swenson's we went to. You still were insane and didn't know what the hell that we went to Swenson's. Because Leslie described a specific place with a marble countertop that was a parlor, correct? Yes. We never went inside Swenson's. But that you don't go inside Swenson's. It's that's a whole thing. There's no indoor dining area. It's like a Sonic. Uh, but how did you 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 kept saying Swenson's over and over again? Yeah, I didn't remember the name of the place. Hashtag who's crazier, Wiger or me? <laughs> Just let the listeners solve it. What would you get from Swenson's? Uh hot fudge Sunday of some sort. Or, oh hell yeah! Yeah, they were the ones. They had these like enormous, like kind of like almost like Ghirardelli style giant, like they come in like a goblet. Those kinds I of love like that. Sundays, yeah. Um, off, off, off. I think honestly, I, I think probably most of the time I just got a cone, but like every now and then there'd be something special. That's what, we we just recently we were talking about things that we would want like a uh, like plates and utensils and stuff like a uh, whatever cups and stuff we'd want from. Yes fast food restaurants and i and i was talking about man the, the on the east coast and i mean everywhere just not on the east coast just my mind goes there to like friendlies and brigham's and those old those glass sunday cups yeah oh, yeah the really huge yeah man just I'm specific of a piece of glassware to have in your house but man if mm-hmm. you did would oh, you how like fu- what would fun you use you it have. as a cup or like would you would you would you use it for other stuff if you weren't making giant sundays I guess you'd have to unless you had a ton of of storage space in your kitchen. You could use it as, yeah, as a, some sort of goblet or something. Uh, yeah, a big ass drink. 
Somebody right. once gave me those little parfait dishes for Sundays and stuff, and mm. I just gave them away because you have there's just no use for them. Like, yeah, what are you yeah. gonna do with them? It's not even like a great way to eat ice cream because they're so narrow. Yeah, I felt that way about carafes. Like, I'm like, I there's part of me that was like, oh, it'd be fun to have a carafe, but then I'm like, what am I gonna do a carafe for? What am it's, I? What am I do? I'm gonna get like a, a jug of something and then pour it into a carafe. Yeah, what am I gonna do with that? It's classy if you have like a guest room and you can offer a carafe. That's true. Yeah, I, I, if I did more entertaining or any entertaining, um, then yeah, it would probably be nice to have that somewhere in your arsenal. Yeah, I like when people order a half craft of wine because I think it sounds nice and funny. Yeah, it is fun. Let me get a half craft. <laughs> a carafe and a half. That's funny. It is funny. Give me a craft and a half. Um, but but what am I going to do with a carafe in my house? Oh, yeah, what are you, you going to do? What? Now I'm thinking. I uh, now I'm picturing the carafe that you're picturing because now I was also thinking about those like sort of swanky ones that they're almost like a pitcher, but they're little. Yes, mm. that is what I was thinking of. Wait, were we, were we thinking of different kinds of carafes? Well, then there's the one that looks kind of like a salad dressing thing. Yes, I know those ones. Like it's like an hourglass thing that you put wine in. Oh, is okay. that a half carafe? I, how big? I don't know what it. I never really thought about the measurements. Yeah, I don't know what the the measure. I don't know what what one carafe is equivalent to. I don't think there's. It's a stand. It's not a unit of measurement. It's not like a liter. Like a carafe is like just like a half carafe is whatever. I feel like just half the capacity of that given carafe. A half That's carafe. Half carafe. My mom's having fun. <laughs> Full carafe. My mom's had a little too much fun. Don't want to be around my mom. <laughs> I was waiting for the rhyme. No, no rhyme. I abandoned it quickly. <laughs> You're in fun and fun. That counts. Uh, so we're talking about a speaking of sweet treats, Leslie. Uh, we're talking about a a, a bakery chain uh, today, and I know from following your Instagram that you are you appear to be an avid baker. Is that correct? Oh yes, very much so. I, I'm I'm always impressed by all the things you're you're making. They they look so toothsome and delicious. I, I just how do you uh, what is your what do you like to bake? Like what what do you, what do you get jazzed to bake? What do you, what what excites you as a baker? It it really varies. Like I used to be just like a cookbook follower. Like I would just find a specific cookbook and just work my way through it. Like everything that was interesting to me. Actually, I'm still right. I'm, I'm kind of doing that right now with one cookbook. But uh, I just. I feel like well in quarantine it's a little different because then I'll, I'll I'll be craving something very very specific that I'm not sure I can get and I'll see if I can make it myself. Um, so I made, you know, the little, uh, Chinese sponge cakes, the little, uh, the ones that come mm. in the paper. Yeah. Um, and then I made uh, treacle tart, um, the, like the Harry Potter thing. Um, and that actually I learned how to make in a class, but like, I hadn't really felt like making it. Um, and I'm just like, I don't know when I'm going to see one of those again. I'll see if I can make it. Uh, and then I made a quesadilla, the, uh, like the Salvadoran, like, coffee cake type thing it's oh, like a yes. rice cake thing because i i Damn. was kind of missing it from porto's and then i had a really bad like takeout experience there and i'm just like screw it i'll just make it um quesadilla then, another word that means multiple things it's like a theme this episode it's true we got swenson's we got carafe we got quesadilla what's going I'm on i'm really surprised that there was like that that was what it was called um, yeah yeah this is a mystery episode this is a mystery box <laughs> episode <laughs> Is JJ is JJ directing this episode, Wags? <laughs> Two multiverses are colliding. What That's was it? Happening. Would it be like uh, like hashtag food homonyms? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but it's a so so wait you you baked a quesadilla. Um, uh, what 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 about uh like because I I feel like I've seen you make some pies. Where oh, do you yeah. stand on pie? Um, I used to not be into pie because I couldn't make a pie crust properly. Uh, like I didn't. That's try like to make one of the hardest flake. things as a baker. Sorry to interrupt. Right. That, that that's what that's like a very high degree of difficulty. Is is my understanding? Uh, it depends on the recipe. Like I finally found one that's pretty doable, and then now pies are pretty are easy. Like there's an all butter oh, wow. pie crust that I got. Uh, so I mean that. That now that I've got that, I just use that for everything. Um, but I, but I, I was sort of, I was afraid to make pies before. I made just like, like you know, the the, the crust kind of shatters, and then you're like sticking little tiny bits of it, and it's getting like warmer and warmer and disgusting, and it's just not worth it. Um, but uh, last summer I did summer of pies, so uh, I just like made one pie after another, like all kinds of different ones. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Sounds like heaven. Sounds like some of our past summers, lags. <laughs> This isn't. I don't know what this is. The summer, other than just baking a lot, um, I feel like I'm baking everything but sourdough bread. I'm just not in the mood for sourdough. Yeah, Listen, I'm. I'm, look, I'm looking through your Instagram right now, and damn you, these 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 are these are. Speaking of going to the mall, if you saw a pretzel like this at the mall, I I'm, I got a picture of your pretzels here. I jump in line and grab one. Right, these these are high quality looking snacks. Leslie.cena on Instagram. A lot of a lot of I mean a great follow. Uh some cat content, a lot of lot of bakery content. And then the baking, I feel like it's like that, both that damn, that looks great, and then also like, ah, oh, I wish I could bake like that. It's it's both those feelings at once. I um I I, I like it. Like I I I don't know why. Like I'll I'll get really, really obsessed with like a specific piece of like equipment that I really want to get. And like, I've been kind of indulging recently. Like I bought like a tart pan and a Pullman pan, which is one of those big square pans with the lids on it. So you can make super square bread, which is also kind of related to today. Um, And uh, uh, I don't know. I just like, it's funny though. Like I don't really like. I will bake for people like their birthdays and things like that. And I distribute a ton of baked goods. Like I'll always have leftovers because I live alone. Like I'll eat half of it and then desperately try to get rid of the rest of it. Um, like I'll eat half of it probably within forty eight hours and then just realize that it's got to get out of my house. Uh, yeah. And I'll just like text people and whoever texts me back in time gets stuff. Um, but like, uh, subscribe. Yes. I do bake on demand too. Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I bake for me for sure. Like I, I like, like when I there's a party or something, like I'm always like, eh, I just don't feel like bake. I don't have anything to prove. Like, or I know somebody else is going to be baking. I'm like, they, they feel like baking for people. I just bake when I feel like baking and usually at inappropriate times, like in the evening where I'm going to end up with a bunch of like scones at 11 o'clock, which just makes no sense. <laughs> hey, what's wrong? So 11 o'clock scones. What's wrong with that? It's great. I mean, nothing really, but like, I mean, you're also just you're wasting like the first couple hours of fresh scones on sleep. Oh, good yeah. Point. It's a yeah. good point. I've never. Um, I don't think I've ever had like a, a fresh, not hard scone. Like I, th- yes. I feel like I've always Ooh. had. Well, that's very easily remedied. Mm. Yeah, you just have to like put enough like butter and stuff in it to make it flaky and delicious. Yeah, maybe maybe I've never had a good scone before. Wags, it's a it's a it's a just like a, I know this is a, a curb your enthusiasm plot line from the last mm-hmm. season, but I, I've uh, I've I've never had like a delicious. 
scone before. It's it's a. I feel I'm, similarly, I'm and I I feel like it's the kind of thing of yeah. I, I I'm sure people will be like, oh, you just haven't had a good one. Which sometimes mm-hmm. people say, and I'm like, no, I have had a good one. Wow. I've had the one that people are, are like, this is the thing, the example of what you should have, and I still didn't like it because I just people have different tastes. So you're gonna like give, the same give, thing. Give, give okay. me, give me, give me example of that, wise. I want to hear. it. Do you have an example off the top of your head? Like turkey. People are like, like a really like, like this is like hey. the really good. I'm not, like, it's never, I'm like, it's never gonna blow my mind. It's Look, fine. Can I, can I, can I be honest with you? Yeah. You just haven't had a good one yet. <laughs> I do have a take on like certain types of baked goods like scones, which is that if they're not homemade, they're almost not worth it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think a scone, a bakery scone is going to sit out for so long or is going to have so many things that people think that they like but aren't really that great, like, uh, you know, like the the frosting on top. Like, I feel like that doesn't add anything. And yet it looks pretty. Like, I want to get something like that. And then I'll get it and be like, ugh, gross. Uh-huh. Uh, when I worked in video games, there was one of the artists had what he called the shipping scone, which he was go- it mm. was a scone that he'd had for, I believe, three years, as long as the, the, the video game was in development, because uh, sometimes de- development cycles can be interminable. And his whole thing was he was keeping it until uh, the, the game shipped and then he was going to eat it. Oh, God. And he did it. And it we, was, but it, it like the thing is, it didn't get moldy. It just got like super duper hard. Oh, that's what interesting. The fuck. Yeah, I, I and I would have, I would have anticipated to get a layer of mold, but it didn't. It just got, it just turned into like a doorstop, basically. So, like, I guess technically, you could take that scone on a long sea voyage. I guess so. <laughs> It'd be like the hard tack of like scones. <laughs> Wagger's ass would get fucking tossed overboard. <laughs> oh, you know what else is, like, so much better? Like, you're talking about pretzels, but, yeah, homemade pretzels, so, so much better than anything you could buy, and really not that hard to make. Fuck. I gotta, that I gotta try, because I love a soft pretzel, and I would never think mm. to attempt to make oh, well, a pretzel on my own. Well, I can send you own. a recipe that's pretty kick-ass. Oh, hell Wow. Yeah. Would you, would you share, would, Leslie, would you share it with the dough listeners? Oh, of course. Wow. Our first recipe, we've never given out a recipe ever on this show. You know what? I mean, it's not, it's not my recipe, oh my so there's that. <laughs> the like, recipe is vetoed. <laughs> you These need clowns to go to, don't deserve it. These you need to go to Wetzel's, to Wetzel's or Auntie Anne's. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to, like, create, like, a bunch of people who just want home cooking. That's, like, the whole – that d- defeats the entire purpose. <laughs> I wonder if there – it was, like, maybe, like, a third of our <laughs> listeners just don't understand that you can prepare food on your own. <laughs> You can make a sandwich? <laughs> Include me in that group. <laughs> that is the weird thing about baking. Is that like you can make so many weird things that like you didn't think you could and it's not I mean after a certain point you you're just like I bet I could make that, but like I mean I don't know. Like I did monkey bread the other day and and the thing that happens to me happened which is that I really enjoyed making it and then when I had it I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like it looked good. Wow. But, like, it's just one of those ones that just, like, it, it looks good. But especially if you're alone and you have this enormous bunt pan full of monkey bread, it just feels sad. Yeah, well, I gotcha. A lot of what you're talking about feels like the the issue that we have with the show. We did grocery uh, store a month, which is a huge success. Just one, some of the biggest ratings we've ever had for the podcast. Um, but we would, we'll buy a bunch of stuff, st- stock up the fridge, 
and then it's hard to get through it, especially me, single guy living alone. Yeah. And like like you were saying that that's that sort of thing. If you if you bake something, I do that all the time. Where I if I if I do make something and then I'm like, I need to find someone to share this with because yeah. it's. It's yeah. just is going to go bad, or I'm going to eat it all. It's a, it's 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 a very it's very tricky. It's a tricky game. I had a mo- I had a most birthday dangerous game during I, you know my birthday was a couple months ago, and I did buy myself a cake. It was a very small cake, but I'm just wow. like I want a bakery cake. Uh, and but then like I I you know I was delivering bits and pieces of it to people because like you know just like hey I'll just drop some off on your porch and maybe we'll eat some or something because like you know I couldn't have a party. I love it. But right. like, yeah, but that was also a little like, you know, well, happy birthday to me and my cake that says happy birthday, Leslie, which feels silly to ask for. But it was my birthday. <laughs> Ice cream cake. Ooh, yeah. It's a great move. Yeah. And then, you know, that's going to keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Toss it in the fr- in the freezer. You're good to go. Well, I have a thing about ice cream cake that I always was kind of curious about. So the frosting on something like a Baskin Robbins cake is just ice cream, right? Mm, I think it sometimes has a di- has another frosting. Well, actually, a great question. I maybe I'm I, thinking I, of the. Like I think a, it is ice cream. Of, it's like yeah, a I think it's a coating of ice cream. Of ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I guess I'm thinking sometimes there's like a whipped topping ringing it or something like that, but that's not what you mean. You mean like the top layer? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it is ice cream. The white coating around it that looks like frosting is actually ice cream, which is, and Uh. I'm trying to figure out why that particular layer is just so delicious. Like, what kind of ice cream is it, or what did they do to it? It is a very, it is, it's almost like an ice cream. It's when in my mind right now, what I'm what I'm picturing, Leslie, is a ice cream frosting hybrid. Almost, it's like a, it's like a kind of a thicker. Yeah, ice cream. It's and it's and it's and it's sweeter. I definitely I know what you're talking about, and I think that you're. I think that it is some just. I think it's ice cream because it melts when it's on your plate. It melts. Yes, and it's it, but God. it's pipeable, so like it's got a certain level of like thickness mm. and stuff. I don't know, man, but that stuff is delicious. Those uh, them Baskin Robbins uh, kitchen wizards have it figured out. But yeah, it's it's pretty great, and I think that the the Baskin Robbins ones, but I like it. I don't want all ice cream. I want a little bit of. You got to have a little bit of cake in there too. Yeah. Just you want that bit. frozen cake? That's part of the fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, I think you're you're back. You're nine years old. You're at the Pizza Hut sit down or the uh, or the Shakey sit down, and you're having some pizza. And then, oh, people are singing Happy Birthday. Out comes an ice cream cake wow. that your parents brought for the occasion. It's pretty great. And you're gonna chow down. Boy, that's like that's as good as life gets. Well, I just put his hand into his pants. That's what he's doing. <laughs> My spidey sense was tingling. <laughs> so I, I, I'm. So you, you've talked a lot about stuff you've been baking on your own, but uh, you know, you're you're going out. You're 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 getting a cake for yourself. When you get like a pastry or you get like a sweet treat from someplace, like uh, what are your go tos? What are your favorites to consume? Okay. Hmm. What do you think? Um, that's actually tough. Um. I kind of just go with whatever looks interesting. I'll, I do like uh. a good almond croissant. Yes. Um, I'm not actually a big croissant person, but I like the the almond croissant because I, I like the crunchy almondy coating on the top. Um, yeah, I, I Natalie loves those too, and I, I think the texture is yeah the 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 mix up in texture makes it really nice. I got I got I got I got a, I go with a different croissant. Mm-hmm. I do chocolate croissant. I like a like a that little thing of chocolate in there. Wise. Yeah. 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 I, and you know what? I like it when it, you know it's nice when it's like melted and fresh, and it's a and it's kind of like this nice melted. But also, I've gotten it before at at um, Coffee Bean, and I also like it when it's when it's when it's solidified when it's harder too. Either way, I like it. 
that coffee bean chocolate croissant is so not fresh, but it's still pretty satisfying. It's satisfying. I, it's, I feel like yeah. that's almost like it almost goes into a different category, the kind of squishy croissant. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Like the one, and then that sort of goes into like Danish, like, but like plastic wrap Danish kind of t- territory. Like it's like that, yep. that is like a flavor yes. that I enjoy, but it's, it's a different thing. It's mm-hmm. so it's so loaded up with so many preservatives. I think back to my Svenhards day, uh, which was my my parents would get Svenhards like a big pack of Danishes from Costco, and it would just be like a super quick breakfast. Um, and man, those are so good, but so intensely processed because they would last like a month. You get like a pack of sixty, and they're they're still in, intact. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking. Little fatty wagger sucked those things down pretty quick, <laughs> if I had to guess. I think it's also like like a Danish is a great vending machine treat. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? Here, you know what I think a Danish. Here, here's where I think it. Because look, it's a nice treat. A Danish is a nice nice treat. But when I'm eating a Danish, it's usually like before a meeting mm. where I don't want my stomach to rumble. Like it's yes. a it's like a morning. It's like a, a Leslie. You're 100 right. Where it's like. I need to eat something, and then uh, you look in a in a vending machine, or you're at Seven Eleven or something, and you just grab a a Danish that you know will be filling, and you know it's not good for you, but it will fill you up. You'll enjoy it, and it's gonna make your stomach stop rumbling. It's yeah. a hasty bite when you're in a pinch. Mm, hasty hashtag hasty bites. But I mean, it counts as a bites. meal because like it's technically breakfast, so you can yes. say like even like it's four o'clock and you didn't eat lunch or anything like that. Like if you're like I had a meal, I had a Danish. I mean that counts as sort of as a meal. I had a period where where I was eating like I was all I was eating every breakfast on the go where I was just like I was always like uh, when I was commuting by car and I was always like I'm just going to eat something in my car on the go and looking back I was like that was psychotic what was it why was it doing that to myself it was so stressful mm. if I could have I could have gotten up 10 minutes earlier or gotten to work you know a little earlier and then had something at my desk but just like trying to eat in the car was just like it was like why was I doing that? It was just needless stress and mess. I I I always think of it like you know like when I'm when I broke I eat in the car yeah not in the car but I mean like but I always bring food and so and then I'm always late to well I mean I don't know for work I'm when you know when I was temping I was generally late so I I always ate in the car anyways right. But then it's like better than like having some like weird little muffin like in a napkin next to your desk like when you're just starting it's just like yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Here's my thing. You keep it in the car. That's when you're when you're eating on the go. You keep it in the car. You know what I mean. You once you're out of the car, you're done with it. So that's kind of in a way, it's helpful. Wait, what? Yeah, you, I get you it. like leave the leftovers in the car, or like I mean, like you're, once you're out of the car, like you don't got to worry about eating anymore. You dust yourself off. You get out of the car. You're good to go. You don't got to eat at your desk or whatever. Look, I think I think I think there I think there's a plus side to eating in the car. What else I is just, there to do? You listen to music. I mean, you don't yeah. do anything in the car, as we know. You just drive silently. No, I focus on being a, a safe motorist. <laughs> oh, I, Jesus. I will say Fuck that uh, I, <laughs> I, for me specifically, I get more stressed out when I'm – I already get anxiety when I'm driving. I get more anxious if I'm, if I'm multitasking, so like eating. And then I'm also like I'm very – you know me. I spill a lot. I'm very messy. Mm. And so I've had so many instances where I've just like, you know – dumped a big hunk of avocado on my lap and soiled my pants on the way into work. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's like, that's no good. Spillmaster. I definitely don't enjoy food as much when I eat it in the car. I mean, I guess that's yes. normal. I mean, something that's like, you'll, you'll get something that is really good, but you won't 
get to enjoy it. I mean, especially if you were craving it, like I'll get like a burger or like a shake or something. And I would enjoy it if I sat down. But then I'm like, oh, I just finished the shake without even really thinking about it. But yeah. Right. I suppose that it is probably hard to be driving to work and Googling buff minion on your <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Luxe mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. 
Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? Feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. Our guest, Leslie Cena, is here. Our chain, Paris Baguette. Well, I got to go back to something. Yes. We talked Danish. That's right. You know what the downside to a Danish is? What? That lemon side. I don't like the lemon side as much. I like that raspberry side. You mean like well, the figure not- eight Danish, that kind? With yeah. The, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be lemon. I mean, if it's cheese, then you're golden. Oh, That's true. The oh, cheese, cheese one's great. Great. Yeah, no, lemon's gross. Lemon's hard to do in a pastry, I feel like. Mm, I agree. Like, I don't like lemon bars, for example. Or I'm with you. I, I, don't, I don't hate lemon. First of all, I love lemonade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also like limeade quite a bit, but I, I I love I love lemonade, but it's just that sort of thing of that lemon side in the in in the Danish, like you're saying lemon bars, a lot of lemon stuff. Yeah. Lemon chicken. I'm not a fan of lemon chicken. Oh, if no, you want to go to savory, I don't like no, orange chicken you. either. A citrus is tough. Like, and you know, blueberries usually accompanied with lemon, which makes it a lot. It's just better. Um, mm. Lemon's a good accent. Sure. Yeah, it, lemon's a good accent. I, I I like a little a little zest. I will say, contra what you guys are saying, uh, the I I and I was surprised by this. One of the best desserts I ever had in my life was this uh, fresh blueberry pie at this restaurant in New York that's now closed. Um, that had like a scoop of like fresh lemon ice cream on top of it, and just like that combination worked so well. And that's fine. So, I mean, that's yeah. but that seems different to me. I mean, like, well, but I, that that is kind of funny because like I do like lemon curd. Like that seems like to be like a really good way to do lemon, and I do like lemon flavored ice creams. Like I feel yeah. like that that's that one that works for sure. 
I think lemon lemon's just gonna pick its spots. Yeah. You don't want too much lemon in anything. You don't want lemon being too dominant. Well, there's no there's there's no creamy lemon ice creams, right? It's all kind of like the Oh no, there's like source. lemon custard that like which is kind mm. of an, I actually I have made that because it's an old school flavor and you can't get it a lot of the time. I shouldn't have gone out on a limb and said there's no creamy lemon ice creams. This is an insane <laughs> statement. <laughs> Three Pinocchios. So uh, Paris Baguette was founded in 1988 in South Korea. It's owned by its parent company, Paris Croissant, and it has over 3,000 locations in South Korea, uh, hundreds more across Asia, and about 50 in the U.S. Uh, Leslie, I'm curious, why Paris Baguette? Why was this a chain you wanted to talk about? I had no idea this was a Korean restaurant until just now. I thought I, Interesting. I, I, I thought it was, I truly thought it was a French, Paris Baguette. I, I assumed it was French too, but you got yours. You got yours delivered, right? I got mine delivered. I mean, it was it was in Koreatown, but I just I thought it was a big chain that was everywhere. So this yeah, uh, in, in in store, I would say it, it's pretty like the you know they had some signage in Korean that I was just like, okay, this is this seems like this is pretty evidently uh, evidently a, a, a Korean in origin. But yeah, I was surprised to learn that when I was researching it. Uh, but Paris, uh, uh, Paris, Baguette, why did you want to talk about this, Leslie? Uh, well, it's funny. It actually has to do with my cat. It was just weird. Uh, the, wow. There's a Paris baguette that I always drive by on the way to the vet, and I always just like, oh, I want to go to Paris baguette, but I always have a cat in the car, so I can't stop. Um, and I'm just like, ooh, Paris baguette was like one of the first things <laughs> I thought about when you're like, what What are good places? And I'm like, oh, I'd love to go to Paris baguette. Um, I, I mean, I like bakeries. Uh, I also like Asian bakeries. Um, and, you know, there's a couple different chain Asian bakeries. Um, this is just the one that I remembered. Um, right. And I've been there a couple times, like not a, not a lot, um, but I just like I like the kind of like you know load your tray up with weird or interesting pastries. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely. And and uh, I mean, I will say, so I I'd never been to this place, but I have been to uh, it, uh, another Asian bakery, Vaughn Bakery, that Natalie's taking me to. It's a Vietnamese bakery, um, uh, so not a, not the same thing, but it, it, but like uh, I do like. I will say that that and, and and at least at least what I've experienced with Vaughn Bakery and and this bakery, it's like even the sweet treats are not like aggressively sweet. It's a little bit more muted. It's not as it's not as ridiculously sugary as a lot of uh, pastries you'll get in the U.S. Yeah, and it's mm. like and there's and the there's a lot of whipped cream. There's a lot of fruit. Um, yes. Yeah, there's a place that like. A, uh, in Mountain View, I used to go when I was a kid called Hong Kong Bakery, and they they just had a lot of stuff like this, like. Um, and yeah, and I feel like there is like, you know, there is a lot of French influence, like, or like there are Taiwanese bakeries and, uh, there's a lot of French right. influence mm-hmm. in those. Um, there's another, what is it? There's uh, like 85 degrees Celsius. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's another oh, yeah, one. Yeah. Like that's Taiwanese and yeah, they'll, I don't know. And I just kind of like the bun thing. Yeah. Yes. They're very fun. Nick. Yes. Buns are fun. Buns are fun. Buns are fun. <laughs> we Simple should get into what, what we had. <laughs> We're regular Sir Mix-a-Lots. <laughs> We're re- we had so <laughs> that was like a bad PG Sir Mix-a-Lot. Buns are fun. <laughs> Buns are fun. That's how. That's that would be our song. We just keep it at that. We like juicy doubles, <laughs> juicy double cheeseburgers. We cannot prevaricate. <laughs> My anaconda, oh. and I mean literal anaconda, because. <laughs> Because it's the p- pandemic and you need more friends. Right. <laughs> I just bought an anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I went to Paris Baguette. Uh, I, w- I went to place my order online. I picked up in store. They were they were super nice. Uh, uh, you know, uh, really, uh, ev- everything was was squared away when I got there. Um, I, I got a. I'll start with my drinks. I'll start with my beverages. I got these smi- small iced Dalgona coffee, which Ooh. I'd never had before, and it's kind of like, and it, it's made with, uh, you know, you can specify the milk. It comes with whole milk by default. So I just like fuck mm. it. I'm all in. Um, and uh. It, it's kind of got like this 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 uh, ice slushy coffee layer on top of it, uh, and then a a layer of ice and and um uh, and the milk underneath. I didn't realize, I guess, as I was drinking it, I should have like stirred it up more. I thought it was more of just like oh this this comes together on its own, but it, it didn't. So like I kind of got I had an intensely coffee half and an intensely milk half, but it was delicious. It was very very tasty, and I, and I, I thought it was just like. Um, I, you know, it, it, I, I love the temperature contrast between the, the icy slushy part and then the more liquidy part, liquidy underlayer. Um, and then I also got, let me say this. I impulse bought some freshly squeezed OJ because they had a little, I'll call it a mini carafe. They, they <laughs> had some, some OJs in a, okay. in a display case. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I impulse bought one. I added it to my order and I drank it in the car. This is one of the best orange juices I've ever had. Oh, really? Wow! It was so delicious. I could not believe it. I was like, "This is this is unbelievable." You know, we were attacking citrus earlier. This was citrus at its best. This was fantastic. It was so well, good. You just re you reawoke a memory for me, which is that at Obampan, I used to get a fresh squeezed orange juice. That was one of the things I used to get there as well. Um. And I know that this is a very different chain now that yes. I just learned, but uh, there there must be something with with a uh, with Parisian style kind of bakeries like this where the, the, they got some good they got some good fresh OJ. Yeah, I think the you know because because orange quality makes such a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, you get a bad you get a bad you can absolutely get a bad fresh squeezed OJ. Uh, yeah. But this was so fucking. Just just sweet and appropriately pulpy. I like. I'm a some pulp guy. This was mm-hmm. right in that some pulp threshold. Uh, it it was. I was blown away by how good this OJ was. Uh, did did either of you get anything drink wise? Yeah, I um I saw the Dalgona coffee too late. Like I just ordered a drink and I'm like, oh, I've never tried that. I should get that. But so I just got the usual. For me, I got a like a chai latte. And how was that? It was fine. I mean, it was it was sweet. Um, bit you know. It, Tasted like a chai latte. I got it iced, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was perfectly pleasant. I got myself a twenty-four ounce uh, s- strawberry peach iced tea. Ooh. I was eyeing that strawberry peach iced tea, and um, I was it was uh, this peach iced tea, and then on top of it was kind of this um, uh, like a stra- like a strawberry puree almost. It was Ooh. kind of a thick. It, it was the the strawberry was kind of like it was it was kind of thick in there, and and um. It was good. It was really, yeah. really good. It was kind of, uh, it, it was heavier than I thought it would be. I thought it would kind of be just a straight up iced tea, but it was uh, the, the 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 kind of strawberry puree made it seem almost like a the kind of, it was kind of decadent or like almost a desserty, yeah, drink, like a smoothie nearly. But it was still, it was still really, really good. Heavier than I thought it would be. I feel like we we get that comment a lot at Doughboy's Meet and Greets. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone always picking us up though? <laughs> They paid for the VIP ticket. It's including the price. If you Can't do that look, anymore. if you go to a Doughboy show, you you get the you get the VIP thing. You can you can lift Nick and I up if you'd like to. <laughs> that is a deal. And if you lift us both up, 
Your ticket is free. <laughs> Great. We're going to get a fucking... The, the, the theater's going to be packed with a bunch of strong men in the next show. <laughs> Valid uh, calendar year 2020 only. <laughs> so pastry-wise, I got the... Uh, I got an... Okay, so I'll, I'll give a rundown of everything I got, because I got five okay. different pastries to try them. And Nellie and I ended up eating all of them. Uh, you know, and they're pretty substantial. They're they're decently sized, but I I just you know just for for pure indulgence's sake, and because they were mostly or or overall very good. Uh, the aforementioned almond croissant we got their version. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, not not super sweet. Just it's it was more of like that savory side, with just like the the almond was the flavor was the dominant flavor. Uh, great uh, great crunch to it. Uh, very fresh. Interestingly, all their pastries come wrapped individually in plastic, which I think makes you feel like they're not as like like just mentally it makes you think like oh these are prepackaged these are pre-made but mm-hmm. I think they are all fresh made on site. Um, uh, but the almond croissant was quite good. Uh, we got some and this uh, this I don't know how to say shoe cream bread C H O U X shoe yeah shoe. shoe is the stuff that they make eclairs and cream puffs out of and actually also ah. churros ah um, oh. Well, well, there you go. Well, that that's what it was—a shoe cream bread, which was good, and it was, uh, you know, a, again more on the savory side, kind of a hamburger bun kind of texture mm-hmm, uh, with mm-hmm. some cream inside. The cream was 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 sweet and delicious. Uh, a cheese pastry frank, which I was surprised by. It's kind of like a a a, a really uh, a, like an upscale Wetzel dog. It was a little a little mini hot dog um, inside of like kind of a croissant a croissanty bun. Uh, not exactly a, a, a croissant, but similarly flaky. And then it was just like very intricately had, you know, toppings and cheese on top of it, but presented like very, very uh, elegantly. Man, that was delicious. I, may, maybe a little too much ketchup, a little bit too much tomato flavor for me. Uh, but overall, the cheese and the meat and the and the bread just really came together, uh, even room temp. And I think if you warm that bad boy up, uh, it would be even better. I got a spicy curry coquette. Uh, which I uh, uh, appreciate, and um, you know, it's it's that that bun form factor that gets some nice sesame seeds on top. Uh, it, it maybe just a little like like not the context in which I would necessarily like curry uh, uh, being a pastry, mm. but you know mm-hmm. that's just my palate. Um, but I did think it was it was well made. And then the star of the show, the thing that blew my mind. I wish I was eating it right now. Yeah, Castella crumb sweet potato bread. Ooh, it was so fucking wow. good. It was so great. It was it was like it's similarly like stuffed with cream, full of cream, like me, a creamsman, uh, and um, and I was and, and it was it, it, it but it had like that 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 uh, it had like a nice dusting on top of it, uh, and a uh, and and like a I couldn't tell if it was a sweet potato core. It was something simu- simulating a yolk, kind mm-hmm. of like you get like oh the white and the the yellow of an egg as you were biting through it. But man, it was so fucking delicious. I was like, this is this is a dream pastry. Wow. Um, but yeah, that was my rundown. Uh, what did what did you guys get? Uh, 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 pastry wise, or or if you just want to go foods in general. Did somebody say dream pastry, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Freddy! That's right. I've been killed ironically. You know what I like in my pastry? Blood. <laughs> Freddy, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. You should say that. Say that with a little bit more confidence. You'd seem more threatening. The pandemic's gotten me kind of down. Oh, Freddie. Oh, man. Maybe stop invading teenagers' dreams. Uh, hey. Could take some time to yourself. Well, you should give that advice to yourself, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Sorry, Leslie. What what did you get? Uh, a, a, honestly, a truly embarrassing amount of pastry. I kind of it's it's just it's a little overwhelming. There's just so many different yeah. types of things. I felt like I couldn't get a co- a coherent selection. And I mean, not not like you're required to, but I I I don't know. I couldn't figure out what to get. So no, I know the feeling. Um, I got uh, I got a coffee bun, um, which is a thing I just like in general. It's also called like a roti bun. Um, or a papa roti. Uh, it's this, this bun that has like a, a kind of a crinkly coffee coating on the top. And then it has like a little tiny bit of butter on the inside, like way on the inside, like a more kind of like standard bun. Uh, and it was delicious. Um, I, uh, I got the ham and cheese pastry because I felt like I should get something savory, but I was mm. not a fan. Uh, I, I have the same problem with the condiments, which kept me away from a lot of other things. Like there was like a pizza bun, but it had like every possible condiment on it. Yes. Um, yeah. So that put me off. Um, and it was fine. It kind of it, it did have that kind of like old Danish kind of feeling, like that kind of squishy Danish kind of feeling. But it, I, I mean, you know, it was it was fine. Like, I, yeah. Um, let's see. I got the blueberry yogurt cake. Um, I got I got to slice that too. Oh, it's good. Uh, I like it. Very yeah, it creamy. Really the fruit was really good. Um, kind of like a gelatin thing going. Everything was just sort of so precisely like stuck into place. Um, but it was interesting because there was a grape on it, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I, I think it was. It's like there's like a blueberry, a grape, and a blackberry. It's yeah, kind of and a, then like there's strawberries trio. in it, which is. I mean, I, I guess I didn't quite get the blueberry yogurt part of it. Um, but I mean, I like it. Maybe just the yogurt itself was blueberry flavored. Or was is it made with blueberry yogurt? Oh, is that what it is? And I don't know because it didn't seem like that. It seemed like, it seemed like a sponge cake. So maybe there's yeah. blueberry yogurt in the filling or something. Look, whatever you want to call it, tasted good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I went for the okay. So I went all out and I got the duet roll cake. Wow. Wow. Because I do love a good roll cake, and they just for some reason they just sell it in like a log. Um, but they also have like split logs and like one was raspberry, like, so half was raspberry and half was chocolate and it was really good. Fuck. I fucked up. I was eyeing those logs. I was thinking about one of those logs. I was like, well, I I don't, I don't think I need a whole log. Yeah. I should have gotten one. know what to do with the rest of the log at this point, but like, it's, it's a, it's a good log. Wow. Like, no, it's it's like a creamy pastry. Uh, Well, it's like, so basically it's like a snail. So it's like a, it's like a, it's a, we know it's a Swiss roll essentially. Yes. Um, Yeah. But, but with like that sort of sponge cake, like, uh, uh, definitely like a big Asian bakery thing. Like, um, it it wasn't too creamy. A lot of times it's just like crammed with cream. Um, and it had like little crunchies in it, like little chocolate crunchies in in the swirl. And I was really surprised by that, but it was delicious. I like both flavors. I think I like the chocolate more, but the raspberry was also good. Wow. Uh, and I, I, I well, I, there's one more thing. <laughs> uh, I got the mini bon delicio, I guess. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that, but uh, it's basically it's a it's a Castella cake. Um, so it's one of those sort of wow. steamed like it's very square, um, and it's made with honey. Uh, it's similar, Nick. It's similar to what you got. Um, yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, and it's uh, comes in three little slices, and it was delicious. It was just, yeah, it was great. Um, wow. It was very, very moist. Very, oh, man, I did get one more thing, didn't I? Jesus. <laughs> I I paced myself. I spread it out over two days <laughs> when, I, when I got home. I was just like, oh, my God, what have I done? But, uh, <laughs> okay, I did not get the strawberry harmonica, but I did get the strawberry... Peanut crumb bun thing. 
which mm. is like it's like a peanut crumb bun, which is a thing they have, mm. um, sliced in half, and they put pastry cream in it and strawberries, and it was tasty. Like Sounds the strawberries great. were really good, the pastry cream was really good. The kind of peanutty crumb thing wasn't wasn't too weird. I thought it might be too weird of a combination, but um, uh, yeah, I think I like probably that and the uh, the 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 Castella the best, absolutely. Wow. So yeah, that was a that was a lot of that that's a great lot. that's a great roundup. No, that's a great great one hundred percent. I mean, you're in the right place to overindulge. So okay, that's good. Uh, Mitch, uh, what did you get? And Leslie. My order, I think, was bigger. Um, <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> here we go. I got a lot of different things because I had never been to this place before. I want to try a lot of different things. There's a lot to choose from on the menu. Like I said, I had ordered that 24-ounce strawberry peach iced tea. Nick, I ordered a baguette because it's, you know. Paris right. baguette. It's Paris baguette. It's the name That's of the place. The you get, I get a call. They're out of baguettes. <laughs> what? And, and I think to myself. Ooh, this is I'm subtracting some points already, but hold on, yeah. don't worry, don't don't worry, because the story will turn good. And I and I and I I, I talked to the the woman on the phone, and she says, "Do you, you want to replace it, or we can?" And I said, "You know what? Just put in something that you think is your favorite, your your favorite item." So I'll get to that later. What I ordered, what else I ordered was a, a blueberry cream cheese pastry, mm. a chocolate croissant, um, and then I think that's it for like. Pastries for sweet pastries. For savory pastry, I got myself a sausage stick bread. Um, these were fantastic, Nick. Wow. All three were really good. The blueberry che- cream cheese pastry, which I was really excited for. I remember just biting into it, and you know how when you're eating something good, and you're like, mm, "This is good." Like you say something stupid like that just yes. because it's so good while you're eating it. That's what I was saying to myself. I literally said "Wow" aloud when after I took a bite of that blueberry yogurt cake. That's the least surprising. You tweet wow all the time. What the I fuck know, are you talking about? But I'm just saying it's like I was like I know it, I was like oh and then I I said the thing and I was like oh that was dumb but that's because that was a genuine reaction to this. It's like Homer realizing he said dough. <laughs> <laughs> I said yum. I think after I had the strawberry crumb bun thing. Man. That's that, it, the, that's these great. are wow. Why? Wow, I, I, I'm not giving you a hard time. I get it. You, the, it was wow worthy. It was. Well, yes. It is. It is. The chocolate croissant was really, really good. The it, like I said, it was the chocolate was um, kind of melted and it was great. Um, the sausage stick bread was like my my. It was kind of like the low end. It had kind of a cheesy top. Yeah. As far as things I liked, but the next day, I had half of a chocolate croissant left and half of the mystery item, which I'll get to later. That we replaced the baguette and half the sausage stick bread. And I went up. I had to do taxes. I went to our tax guy, Nick, and I left the sausage stick bread in the car while I was in the tax meeting for three oh, hours. Wow. And I came out and I ate it. It was <laughs> it was heated. It was it had been heated up from sitting in the car for three hours. And it was fantastic. I loved it. It was great. It's been like ninety degrees out here recently. It was it was cooked up. It was delicious. <laughs> wow. That's great. It was it was great. I mean, it really was great. Look, you're going to call me a fucking gross pig for this, but I don't care. It worked. It was gr- it was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, wow. Then I'll get to the sandwiches, Nick. I got three different sandwiches. <laughs> oh, my God. I got a sandwich, too. I got an egg salad sandwich, a turkey avocado sandwich, 
and a tuna salad sandwich. I got the you know weirdly I got the sandwich you did not get. I got the 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 chick the chicken salad sandwich. Oh, I w- yeah. I mean I had I that there was there were not a lot of options as far as No, not a lot. This the sandwiches go. And I think that it just depends on the store. I think that you can yeah. get different yeah, different things at different places because there were some that stores that had like what what I want, which I've never had before. I want to do that classic and and now that I know it's a Korean restaurant I, or a Korean based company, the, what I was looking for maybe just they they wouldn't have anyways, but the brie and butter sandwich on a baguette, that that classic French sandwich. I mm. want to try that at some point. It's just yes. fucking butter and brie mm. on yeah, a, on a like ba- on the a one baguette. Of the Twin Peaks sandwich. Yes. Yes. I've never I've never had that ever. I've never. I mean, yes, he brings it back. That's right. He <laughs> right doesn't he bring it back? Yeah, to his and then brother? like they spend the rest of the scene just like devouring these sandwiches and just like groaning like yeah no it's like my favorite scene in the yeah, series yeah that seems great um i i want i want one of the i want that experience i would love to eat that sandwich and and be groaning about it it it's it it seems it seems great but i went with these instead i the tuna sandwich i was kind of in a tuna sandwich mood i had to have one that, and that chicken the chicken salad sandwich looked good wags but i want tuna salad and egg salad i think tuna was my favorite but they were all good Yes, the egg the the egg salad sandwich was was great. The egg salad sandwich, like the bread was nice and soft. It was like this soft white bread. Oh man, it was fucking fantastic, and it had a couple cucumbers on there. This tuna salad was just really solid, and I think just it was is my favorite because I was just really craving it. And then the turkey avocado was good, but it was a little a little uh there was like a little it almost felt like too much, and then also not enough at the same time. Like there was there was some like mayo or something something in right. there but it was still good it was still good it was still good I, I liked every single one of them um then for dessert i got myself a strawberry soft cream cake piece mm. and i got the and then also i got a slice of the ganache cream cake which is like the chocolate and then and that also had um oh god i can't remember the name of it leslie with uh the the french dessert that's a uh, um little sandwiches Oh God! Oh, you they mean like, like the you mean like the little tiny cookies? Yeah. What are like, they called? Like the macarons? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, I had I I had one, that there was one of those on top of the on top of the ganache cream cake, and both of the cakes were fantastic. They were both just so good to the point where I was like, "You go and get one of these cakes. You bring it to a party or something. You're a hero." Yeah. People yeah. would. Uh, like uh, like as in my time in LA, and I've had good cake. I'm like, this is up there with some of the best stuff I've had here. It's really, wow. really, really good. And is- then finally, that replacement thing, Wags, the 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 one that got replaced for the baguette was the strawberry croissant. And so this is a croissant that is cut in half. It has cream in there. It's got some sort of cream and strawberries, and it was the best thing I had. And like one of my favorite pastries i've ever had in la it was wow. so good wow so they knocked it out of the park with the replacement everything was good i truly enjoyed everything i had blown away knew nothing <laughs> about this place at all clearly still didn't when i when i heard this on the episode but everything was great leslie yeah. you picked the you picked the fucking you picked a home run spot what can i say awesome. a real delight one of one of our favorite experiences when we we go to a new place and that we don't know a lot about and it's great um, and that was definitely my experience here. Uh, but we should get to our final thoughts. Don't, okay. let a, don't let that bias you, Leslie. But we should get to our final thoughts 
on uh, on on Paris Baguette. Okay. So uh, we'll each go around. We'll each sort of give a closing argument, if you will, regarding this chain and end it by giving it a rating from zero to five forks. Okay. Uh, Leslie, you are a guest. We'll start with you. Okay. Um, hmm. It's, yeah, it's a little bit hard to do because there's just such a range of stuff. And some stuff I right. liked and some stuff I haven't. And I've had other stuff just that was fantastic and was, geez. Um, all right. So I'm going to ding it a little bit just because of the savory stuff. Like, I just wasn't a fan of the savory pastries. And they look so good. And it just was, like, not my thing. Um, but the stuff that I had that was great was really, really good and just, like, I, th- I think this is th- – th- yeah, you're right. This would be a, a good place to get something for a party. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I definitely think I, I would take the roll cake, and if I took that to a party, I would feel pretty proud of myself. Like, say, I thought of a cool thing, which is very delicious, and then I would probably eat half of it. <laughs> um, and, you know, and the drink was fine, um, but definitely, like, this is a place for the sweet pastries. Like, that, yes. that I, 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 I wouldn't go here for other things. Um, I don't know. I think I'd give it – Maybe I feel like this is low, but I'd say three and a half. Wow, three and a half forks. Yeah, good score. Like, All right, I, I man. liked it, but it didn't. It doesn't. It, not enough things blew me away for me to give it like a hugely high score. That Leslie, sounds I'm like shocked. Your, that sounds like three and a half forks is is the correct assessment from from your perspective. Then go ahead, yeah. Spoonman. I'm shocked, Leslie. I'm shocked by this. Uh, I knew nothing about this place going in. I'm gonna knock it a half fork just. For By the way, un- unlike the the hours of research you do into every other thing we've covered on the podcast. <laughs> oh, shut up! I write an intro so I can complain about anything. <laughs> Fucking dork! That's your choice. Um, I do. I I I spend my time on my on Doughboys. I do my work, Wags, motherfucker. Don't get mad. Just having fun. No, I know, but I just want you to say, you do do your work. I wanted you to say something like that. Yeah, you do your work. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, Leslie, I really, really, I thought this place was great. I, I, Here's the thing, what you were saying of like, I just don't know the accessibility of this place. Well, like, you're, you're, you go here for breakfast. It is mm-hmm. kind of like the, 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 the entire idea of it is kind of, confusing because it doesn't feel as much like it doesn't to bring up Obampon again it doesn't feel like a place like like Obampon where you go and you and you get a sandwich made or a salad or something like that right Nick yeah. just from your experience being in the place yeah I mean even the I think the sandwiches are are made in the morning yeah. but they're pre-assembled they're not made to order yeah for sure so I think that if it was like a storefront like that maybe maybe I'd even go five forks honestly wow from 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 but from what I from my perspective from what I tasted going into it I was thinking four forks, I'm close to four four and a half. I just go I'm going off taste here, Wags. Wow, I'm going off taste. It was really 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 good. Wow, everything I ate was really fantastic. For you know what I mean and, and yes, it was odd. It was a strange. You know, there's like a lot of different things. But if you got a tuna salad sandwich and in a and a pastry for later or something yeah. and and an iced tea. You're doing great. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yes. I'll go four forks, Wags. I liked it a lot. Four forks. Very good score. 
I mean, I'm in the same I'm a, I'm in the same ballpark with both of you, and I and I agree with the consensus. The one item I didn't touch on is the grain chicken salad sandwich, hmm. uh, which I, I guess is it's it was like on a grain bread, so an indeterminate number of grains could be seven, you know, could be nine, could be ancient grains. Who knows? But the, it was good bread. It was quality bread. The I what I liked about the sandwich, you know, it had chunks of chicken, not the shredded chicken you'll get sometimes with chicken salad. And then it had very thinly sliced cucumbers in a very neatly uh, stacked layer, like poker wow. chips, like 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 uh, you know knocked over on end. Are uh, and um, and that that was great, and it added a great texture and 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 uh, and moistness to it. I really like, yeah, I really like, I I did like the chicken salad sandwich a lot. However, I will say that like I that wouldn't be like my go to lunch. That would be like oh if I've if I've got to get something for later. Like, I wouldn't get that if I wouldn't, like, go in there and be like, I'm going to eat this now. It would be like, well, fuck, I need something for later. I might as well get this. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, you can definitely sense that it's that it's preassembled. But, but the ingredients were very good. All the pastries, I thought, were were dynamite. Uh, the yogurt cake piece was delicious. The Costello crumb sweet potato bread, as I mentioned, the a, a particular standout, at least from my perspective. Uh, and I thought the beverages were great. Great OJ, very good iced coffee. You know, and and I think if that's that's what you everything we always say, how how is this place at accomplishing what it is trying to accomplish? How is this place at delivering on its premise? And I think Paris Baguette absolutely delivers. They got great pastries, mm. and they got great beverages. And so I'm gonna be ballpark buds with you guys. I'm gonna split the difference. I'm going four, or you know what? I'm actually I'm a hand holding club with Mitch. I'm gonna say four forks. Wow. Okay. So we're all we're all pretty enthusiastic about this chain uh, to yep. varying degrees. A uh, Paris baguette, yeah, l- a lot of fun. Leslie, uh, yes, you you showed us this chain, and then you stabbed the chain in the back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm probably picky about bakeries. I mean, I I think it's a really nice place to go get a snack, and I don't know. Yes. It's just. There's so many good things. I want to try so many. I am shocked that none of us got the strawberry harmonica just because of the name. <laughs> it is a great name. I'm I'm I gotta I gotta find this on here. I maybe just didn't even see it. You know what? I went there, I was like, hey, can I get that strawberry harmonica? And they're like, the boss got the last one. <laughs> like Springsteen? Yeah, he's a he's a regular customer. Ooh, they're also apparently I didn't see them, but apparently there's something called strawberry castanets, which is like that but a smaller bun. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a bun with some, like, pastry cream in it and then, like, a line of strawberries, which I guess looks like a harmonica. But, uh, and, yeah, I mean, and, you know, I I didn't get anything with, like, red bean or any of, like, the more sort of, yeah like, traditional, like, Asian bakery stuff. I'm, right. Should I mention that I'm Asian? Does it matter? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh Probably not. I just feel like I keep I keep talking about it, and I okay, never mind. Um, but uh, yeah, like I didn't do the red bean thing or the curry thing. Uh, yes. But uh, I mean, so I don't I don't know how well it does that, but it's there if that's if you like that. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, like I like I said, I I did get a curry one, and it's it's maybe not my uh not the context I'd like curry in, but I think it was definitely definitely well made and and. Uh, yeah, Paris baguette, nice, nice chain, nice experience. And hey, that, that was our thought. Go on, Mitch. I, I was gonna say, I will. First of all, I'm looking at that strawberry harmonica right now, and i i want to I want to play that thing <laughs> all night wow. long. It looks fucking great. And Wags, there's this thing called a tapioca sticky donut, but 
there's an asterisk and it says only sticky after Weiger recently <laughs> visited our restaurant. <laughs> All right. Hey, that was our review of Paris Baguette. That's it? What? Why? You didn't like it? It's time for a segment. I've selected a chain, and Mitch and Leslie have 60 seconds to craft an order under an array of preconditions. It's the debut of Can I Take Your Order? Can I take your order? Oh my god. From a place that is a chain. Can I take your order? There are rules that I'll explain. Okay, so. <laughs> here's, here are the rules. The Doughboys read it. Weiger is a genius. <laughs> The chain is the Olive Garden. I have sent you each the menu. Okay. You have a budget of $25, including tax and gratuity. Okay. Whoa. $25. You you must order a drink. Okay. And and here's the thing. The kitchen is slammed. They are out of pasta. What the fuck? That's that's trash. Look, it's it's wild times right now, you know? Demand for delivery and takeout is off the charts. They just they just ran out. But they're, they're, they're out of pasta. They're so still ha- open, and you okay. have to order something for under $25. Okay. $25. All right, any questions before we begin the countdown? Uh, do we need to order dessert? No. Yeah, okay. the, the only thing you have to order is a drink. Okay. Um, I got a question. Why yeah. are they out of pasta? <laughs> um, Susser went there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I understand now. All right. (laughs) All right. Your 60 seconds begins now. Oh, boy. All right. I'm looking here. Okay. The Olive Garden online menu is not a PDF where you can look at all of it at the same time. It's a bunch of different... Okay. Tabs that you have to navigate. So that may be a complication. Maybe it makes it easier to rule things out. Maybe it makes it more difficult. 30 seconds have elapsed. 30 seconds remain to figure out your meal for $25, including tax and gratuity, okay. including a drink, and not pasta. And time is almost up. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. All right, pencils down. Okay. You guys are using pencils, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was another rule. <laughs> Sorry, I should have said that earlier. We had, to use, we had to use a pencil? Yeah, you had to use number one pencils. What? <laughs> Those are extra sharp. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, all right, uh, 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 Mitch, let's begin with you. What did you pick out? Well, this was hard, Nick. Um, I went at lunchtime, just to be clear. Wow. Savvy strategy. Lunch Lunchtime entrees can be a little bit cheaper. Um, I got myself the salad. 
soup salad and bread sticks. Mm. Eight ninety nine. So it's eight ninety nine. I got myself. Also, I got myself for a drink. Hold on, I just have to go back to the drinks. It was a raspberry lemonade. A raspberry lemonade, three fifty nine. Wow. And then we'll see if this works. I chose eggplant parm, no side. Wow. So what I got, what you got for me, soup salad and breadsticks, eight ninety nine. Oh shit, I'm gonna go over on it. Yeah, I think you busted your budget. Eggplant parmesan, eight ninety nine. But no side, you don't get a deduction. Look, eggplant parmesan lunch, eight ninety nine. Soup salad and breadsticks, eight ninety nine. We're talking eighteen bucks pre tax. Wow. Then four dollars for the drink. I'm at twenty two. Wait, the drink was three ninety nine or three forty nine? Three forty nine. Okay, I have you at twenty one forty seven pre tax. What is it with tax? With tax. I'm gonna. I'm going to use. I'm gonna say that it's a. It's a. I'm gonna use L.A. County. So with tax and tip, twenty percent gratuity and a ten point two five percent sales tax. There's a tip. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, Mitch, you were just over twenty seven dollars and ninety six cents. But you know, you're not necessarily disqualified. We have to see. I thought that we. I thought that we could choose our own tip. All right, Leslie, what did you get? They're going to get a Doughboys t-shirt. So part, part of the test is whether or not we're assholes. Uh, okay, I also went at lunchtime. Uh, and like Mitch, I got the raspberry lemonade for three fifty nine. Wow. Wow. It looked good. Um, let's see. What did I get? Okay, and then I got, um, I got an app. I got... I'm trying to pull it up. Here we go. Okay. So I wasn't 100% sure. I think this is this means what I think it means. I got dipping sauces includes breadsticks. What? Wow. Yes. Okay. It's weird that they would just say that it's the – why the sauces first? Because they, they charge you for the sauce because breadsticks are basically free. Oh, okay. Oh, so they it's their you- way of offering an order of breadsticks. Mm-hmm. With sauces. Uh, but, but yeah, but to, but to give you something to dip them in. Uh, yeah, so that was four forty nine, uh, and then for an entree, I ended up getting lunch sized favorites. Um, lunch sized uh, lasagna classico for ten ninety nine. Wow, does that qualify as pasta? Yeah, it's got pasta in it. Pasta sheets. Oh wait, hmm. shit! You're right. Oh fuck! I forgot about the no pasta rule. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Well, I lost that. Uh, well, Leslie, it's not exactly accurate. You both lost. <laughs> I think I lost for a dumber reason. <laughs> <laughs> that was, can I take your order? Hey, I didn't lose officially. I, I, I'm just an asshole who didn't tip. I'm a, a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge piece of shit. Pull a, what was it, Rachel Ray on her $40 a day thing, where you'd always calculate, and she's like, wait, did she tip 9% to get under budget? <laughs> Man. If I had really been using a pencil, I probably would have written down the instructions. There you go. It's a lesson. We gotta get those. We gotta get those. But you didn't have a number one pencil, was the issue? No, no, I had no access to a number one pencil. (laughs) 
This was just a convoluted PSA for pencils. Maybe you forgot about them. They're still around, and they come in handy. Just like a restaurant via your feedback, let's open up the feedback. And hey, we got a voicemail today. I'm going to share this audio as well. Hey, guys, and Emma. This is Max from Madison. Um, with the recent changes in the world, there's been some news about chains who have created delivery-only spinoffs. So I know Chuck E. Cheese had a delivery, different brand they did delivery on, and Applebee's and Chili's had wings-only delivery options. With uh, two questions, one is, do you see delivery-only chains becoming more prevalent as we move forward? And two, are there any existing chains do you think have a good delivery-only spinoff option? Thanks. Wow. Wow. Max from Madison. Any delivery-only chains uh, that could exist in any existing chains with, with good delivery-only options? Any thoughts? Anyone? Well, to, 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 I can handle one part of that thing, which, which we don't like. Yes, is that like Pizza Hut? We've talked about is is has turned into uh, basically just a storefront. One hundred percent, yeah. And so, you know, not a good thing. We want the pizza parlor to come back. We the food was better then. Yum Brands. I don't know who's running Yum Brands, but whoever's fucking in there, you're you're. you're I'm guessing it's Alfred E. Newman. Oh boy, <laughs> these days it's because, more like more like Bum Brands. With the yeah. bums they got running that place. And Sir Mixalot's not walking through those doors. <laughs> to prevaricate or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Pizza Hut is one that's turning into a... Uh, it's turning into just a storefront. I mean, it basically already is, right? There's there's almost, there's almost none yeah, left. Yeah, so. most of those major pizza chains... Uh, you know, Little Caesars included. They, they are, they are basically. If they have a dining area, it's maybe like two tables. It's, mm. it's mostly intended for takeout and delivery. As far as delivery places, places that could do delivery, I feel like Taco Bell has kind of toyed with it a little bit. But another place that I'm currently mad at because of mm. of them paring down the menu. They they just talked about how they're going to be more of a they they they're they're going to focus less on the dining in concept. They're going to make it an app pickup. So why not go the full length and and get that shit delivered? Yeah, Taco Bell delivered. You got a Taco Bell. You got the big bell on top of the car. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> that would work too. I mean, like that's it would be cute. People, all I mean, people would try to ring it. <laughs> <laughs> It rings as it comes. You know what? It pulls up on fire and you hear the, the ding. You hear the Taco sense. Bell ding. That would be oh, awesome. Oh, man. How great would that be? Uh, we Not had enough a... that the whole, the whole neighborhood can hear it. <laughs> Somebody got Taco Bell. <laughs> it's a Palmerston again. <laughs> Mitchell's place. Um, I had a, I, I, we had a weird experience where. We basically just never get delivery because it's just like you know it's it's kind of a hassle. Um, oh, shut if, up! No, for for the like for the delivery people, it's just like they like our the parking's not great. It's just kind of been the ass. And oh. also, I like an excuse to get out of the get out of the house. So yeah. still like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go to oh, we'll pick something up. But we had a, a place that like had an Italian sandwich, and it was one of those places that we you saw on Instagram, just like oh this looks good, we'll try this out. And we went to physically pick it up. 
and it was just like this this uh you know just like a door like a like a like no storefront just a door with an address and then you open it up and inside it was like it was like an evidence room where it was basically just like there was wow. they had and we figured out it was one of those cloud kitchens that had like 12 mm. different brands they were all servicing oh, at weird. the same location with the same kitchen and then you'd go in and then just like a guy would like look up your order and then hand you um uh, you know, whatever you'd ordered from whatever place, and uh, and it was like it was like so fucking weird. So like, it's just like I guess it's like one person, or or owns all these things, or like a a, a you know a little uh, fucking um a cabal has come together to be like, hey, we'll we'll combine our resources and and all have our own our restaurants served out of the same location. But I was like, this it felt very, I guess like dystopian because it's yeah. like this is this doesn't even feel mm. like a like a neighborhood business this just feels like a little like you know a, a, like a factory um but uh I, I i don't know like i i'd hate for more places to go that way because i think that part of like what's fun about a a like i think like you know you'd like like a pizza by the slice place or you like like a sandwich shop where you can go in and they can they'll make your sandwich to order like that's like part of the fun of a business you don't want necessarily mm. just like a a hole in the wall that hands you whatever you ordered um, uh, via an app, uh, but I, I, I guess that's a big that's a big tangent from what the the topic is. Yeah, delivery only chains. I mean, I think you know, at Wingstop feels like a place that I don't think they have their own designated delivery. Yeah, uh, but it's a great good. takeout place. But I feel like yeah. if, if Wingstop went, you know, went whole hog and was just like, you know, we're gonna do, we're gonna be the wing delivery place. That's gonna be our thing. I think that could be a a a, a positive development. You know um, what, Wags? I'll say it. I mean, they do it with Uber Eats, but. If McDonald's found out their own delivery service and you could keep that shit hot and fresh by the time it gets you, they do it in New York, I know. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that does – I mean, the thing is at least that you're familiar enough that you would know what your order is without having to think about it too hard. Right. Like, I feel like that would be required. Like, you know, like how sometimes you see like – oh, I don't know. Like, uh, there's just like a new thing that's like – advertising on Instagram a lot. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I there's that whole first order where I have to find out if I think that you're good or not, and that doesn't feel worth it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you're like, I'm going to spend what I'm going to spend like $14 on the sandwich yeah. to just to try it. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's I, I totally get that calculation. Um, I, I don't know, it, it, anything come to mind uh, uh, for the prompt, Leslie? Anything that, that you, any existing chains with good delivery only options or, or chains you'd like to see have some delivery? Oh, man. If they could find a way to do Foster's Freeze, that would be pretty awesome. Wow. Oh, man. Foster's Freeze is great. Because there's no – I mean, you, like, there's really no good way to do ice cream that isn't – I mean, you can get pints and stuff, but how often do you – I mean, you could just go grocery shopping at that point. Yes. But, like, yeah, if you could get, like, a like a, like a fountain-y, like, type of ice cream drink or something mm. like that or a shake or, mm-hmm. like – I mean, I, I'm not expecting a dip cone. Like, that would require technology that I probably don't want to eat. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah that would be I, rad. I mean, but no, that Leslie, would be awesome. I would, I, I would, I would do that for a delivery. And the thing is, it's not like that. That stuff is not so different. Like in terms of like the the ice creams aren't so different from each other uh, that you would have trouble. You, then you would wonder what you were getting. Right, Leslie. You know what I wish could uh, be delivered? What? Leslie's baked goods. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. They look great. I mean, you know. I do birthdays and requests. If people really want to hit me up, you just hit me up on Instagram. Wow. To be clear, to be clear, that didn't mean me saying I want 
Leslie to bake me something and then deliver it. I mean, I'll be ba- oh, okay. Now I feel weird uh, <laughs> for bringing that up. I mean, I would totally bake you something and deliver it. No, I, I, I'm saying that's not that's what I'm saying. I didn't want. Um, and Mitch, you've been driving at it this whole episode. <laughs> She'll do it, all right? I'm going to do Leslie, it now at this point. I mean, I just would feel, I feel Leslie, for God's sakes, in a terribly uncomfortable way. I just, like, I'm, my back is against a wall, truly. Le- Leslie, can't you just bake me something and then drive it to my place? I mean, how hard is that? <laughs> all right. Uh, what if I just leave it in a halfway point, like in a park? Hmm. Oh, like, I want to be there before it gets delivered. <laughs> I'm afraid of other people stealing it. Okay, I feel like, yeah, like the delivery part is... But the thing is, how do you get it to people? Like, I drop stuff off at my that's friend's true. house, and that's just totally normal. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, then I I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm cheating sometimes, because then I'll want to stand six feet away and, like, actually have a conversation. Um, which yeah. I feel like... Uh, but, but yeah, I kind of do it just to get out of the house. You're, 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 you're telling us that... Uh, two hours with the Doughboys doesn't scratch the itch for human interaction. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a big itch. <laughs> if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash Doughboys. Leslie Zena, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thank a, a you. Long overdue, a, a, a real delight. Uh, no please good. come back. Anything you'd like to plug or promote at this time? Oh yeah, sure. Um, well, uh, so I wrote a book um, called "Restart Me Up: uh, The Unauthorized, Unaccurate Oral History of Windows 95," uh, and you can get that on Amazon. Um, you can get that from me directly. Just contact me through my website or social media or something. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, like if you want to see more of what I do, uh, read my book. Awesome. I don't know how serious I am about getting about making you a birthday cake. I'm not really sure about it. I could if I did just do that for random people. And okay, now I'm really just backtracking. I just so I'm un, I'm unplugging that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Leslie, I just want to make it clear. I, I said I wanted an ice cream cake for my birthday this year. So I mean, I don't do that. I can't. I don't have that kind of frosting. Bullet dodged. Hey. That'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Swenson's. <laughs> on the next Doughboys Double, let's get high, buddy. As Turkey Day looms on the horizon, the hosts of the Weed and Grub podcast, Mike Glazer and Mary Jane Gibson, join to talk all things Weed and Grub. It's Thanksgiving. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are available in the episode description. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>